This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. And the fourth. First pitch coming. Grisham swings, hits it in the air. Deep right field. Forget it. Trent Grisham. Gonna go. Number two is locked in at the plate. Continues to pay dividends to Bob Melvin and his ball club for sticking with him. When things got tough, he's just giving the Padres a 2-0 lead. Ah, the golden sounds of Jesse Agler and uh, our partner Tony Gwynn Jr., Trent Grisham's home run helped make the difference in game three on Friday night. That was the only game of the series, by the way. It was not decided by a 5-3 final score. I don't know. Right? I noticed such things. Uh, game <laughs> one went to the Dodgers five to three. Game two and game four were won by the Padres by that five to three final. Tony Gwynn Jr. rejoins us from Petco Park, and uh, Tony, uh, the magic of Trent Grisham has been something to behold in this playoff. He's got an OPS of thirteen twenty eight. I think that's double what he had in the regular season, and uh, you know I, I mentioned this to Scraby. Just a little bit ago, you and I aren't ones to pat ourselves on the back, but we did keep everybody from jumping completely off the cliff with Trent Grisham during the course of this season. And Bob Melvin deserves a lot of credit for finding a way to keep him, you know, attached, knowing that once the playoff started, he might just get hot. You never know. You know, Chris, you're right. We don't like to gloat very much, but uh, I would venture to say that we didn't prevent anybody from completely jumping off. They all jumped. Yeah, that's right. St- <laughs> they, they didn't stay on the boat. They jumped, and uh, they're seeing why now they shouldn't have jumped. I mean, yeah, Trent, And in all seriousness, Trent has been just phenomenal. I mean, not just in that last series. In the series before, um, he's played – the defense has never changed, and that's that's an important element in all of this, right? The one reason, one of the reasons why it was easy for Bob Melvin to keep running him out there is because he saves runs. I think he was second in all of baseball in center fielders and runs saved defensively. So it'd be different if he was struggling offensively and he was carrying that out to the defensive end. Now, you know, you don't have a reason to stick with him, but you know, when he was struggling offensively, he still was playing gold glove caliber defense. And uh, even despite the, what was it? It was like three consecutive games where, like, he misplayed a ball or a ball did some funny things. It and was everybody in Colorado, was, I remember Yeah, but everybody was trying to have him taken out of the game. Um, this is why you don't. This is why you stick with a guy 
Um, you're seeing it, and it's not just. And listen, it's not just um, here in San Diego. Another uh, good example is Guriel for the Astros. I mean, they were trying to have him out of the lineup. They made a trade uh, for our man in Baltimore. Uh, gosh, his name, his name, um, Mancini. Mancini. Um, and look what Guriel's doing. I mean, he's one of the best hitters next to Alvarez in that lineup. So listen, there is method to the madness. Uh, you have to do things this way in a 162-game season because it's a long season. Guys are going to slump. Guys are going to get hot. Uh, but you have to know there's a, there, on the back of everybody's baseball card, there's a track record. And Trent Grisham has a track record that is better than what he showed during the regular season. Um, and that is what Bo Mel banked on all year long. And, man, was he ever right. He looks like a genius. He does, and uh, Bob Melvin's made uh, pr- practically no wrong moves so right. far in this playoffs. He's been right on point, just has a great feel for you know who to bring into the game, when to bring him into the game. I'm not going to argue with him at all. I did want to share one story with you guys that I thought was kind of indicative of how fun it was to to knock out the Dodgers, but I need your help on this story a little bit, Tony. You weren't there, but when I describe Jesse Agler as being a kind of guy that really isn't the – He's not the type of guy that's going to come up and embrace you with a big hug. Is that fair to say? That's that's more. He's than not. Fair. He's not prickly. No, he's not prickly at all. He's always well, very first. He's personal. a germaphobe. There, okay, he's, that's what he's you a germaphobe. Okay, I was leaving that to you to say. Yeah, yeah. he's a germaphobe. I didn't want to say it, but Jesse's Jesse's very uh, very careful. One about of my that. favorite thing Jesse does that I get a kick out of all the time, and a lot of times nobody else really understands what's going on. They just see me like. Yeah, kind of cackling a little bit. <laughs> As if if you go open hand and you know he's he's not feeling open hand type handshake, he'll go fist ball of fist. Yes, he will. And if and if you continue to keep your hand open for the handshake, he will just put his fist in your hand. That'll be the end of the handshake. <laughs> That's what one of my get. favorite things. He does. All right, I need to do that. All right. I well, you can add that. this. You can add this now to your Jesse Agler stuff. I went into the booth after they knocked off the Dodgers on Saturday night. Uh, I had a feeling you wouldn't still be in there, but I I wanted to congratulate you, and you'd already gone downstairs. But uh, Jesse was in there, and I tapped him on the shoulder, and he was in a commercial break, and he turned around, and he just his face lit up, and he gave me the fist bump, and I gave him the fist bump. And I swear to God, Tony, for a half a second, he almost hugged me. And then, and then, and then he realized where he was, and he gave me a forearm shiv instead. Nice, nice. <laughs> the thought, it's, it was just it's the, funny you because the I could cross his mind for a half a second, it's, though. It's funny because I could actually visualize it, A. Yeah. B, the, the, the mere fact that that was in the building, like that spirit of – yeah, like remember I was telling you guys the other what was it maybe after the Mets celebrate I can't remember if it was after Mets or if it was after they clinched I was like everybody could have got a hug in that bad boy uh, it was both of them <laughs> okay so it, this was this wasn't just a team though this was like literally almost fifty thousand people yeah. all having that same like there was hugs handed out all all day all night last night and I, that's I, uh, the kind of that's the kind of joy a team can bring to a city that has not experienced this in a very, very long time. I went and met, I went and met up with Dave Marcus after the game because I was going down there with you, and then I was standing behind, and you guys were kind of closing up your show, and the whole crowd 
was the sea of na 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 kind oh of thing. Oh my god! And I got a video of you and Jesse just taking it in, and I literally think you guys really were just taking it in. Well, because listen, everything is, and I, I still felt like this twenty four hours later. Like everything happens so fast, and I'm like working, like so I'm like trying to get interviews. I'm, I'm trying to ask intelligent questions despite the chaos and sometimes me not even hearing my own question <laughs> come out of my mouth. Um, and so you don't really get to like, like you see everybody in that mode, but you can't actually get there. You know what I'm saying? The whole, the whole time, if you're, if you're able to, lucky enough to like sit and be a spectator watching that game, you're involved in every pitch, every emotion. It's a little bit different for Jesse and I, right? Because we're calling the game. We got to be composed enough to give you the call. Uh, now, obviously, when things happen, they score runs and, and they tie a ball game and we have a chance. That That's a little bit different. But throughout the course of the game, we're a little more controlled, and it's hard to come out of that. And, like, you know, as soon as those that last interview is done and we come outside to kind of, like, take it in, it's kind of hard to just jump into that mode. You know what I'm saying? I do. Yeah. I do. Well, it, it but it, either way, it was it was a blast, man. I I got a I got a joy out of seeing everybody else's joy. Yes. Um. It, it just just it's just it's you just don't get to we just haven't got to experience this very often. It's a great way to explain it, Tony. Everybody else's joy is what's making everyone else more joyful, and uh, hopefully uh, we'll continue starting tomorrow night, Game One of the National League Championship Series. It is the Padres and the Philadelphia Phillies. It is shortly after 5 o'clock. Don't forget, we're going to be broadcasting live from 2 to 4 o'clock tomorrow at uh, our spot, man. It's our new spot, Scraby. It's our new favorite at spot. At the, uh, the loft in the Western Metal Supply Company building. And I expect everybody to be geeked up and uh, coming on up and saying hello and posing for photos and getting ready for game one. Game two is an afternoon game, Wednesday, if you're not aware yet, one thirty-five on Wednesday afternoon for Game Two. Let's go to Clay in South Bay. Thanks for joining us, Clay. Welcome to the show. Hey, gentlemen. You know, still on my fan wagon, have been the whole season, and it was great to watch my Padres uh, take care of LA. But I, you know, it was so reminiscent of the nineteen ninety eight uh, playoff series, and that the the electricity in the crowd, the electricity in the city. And the fact that it was almost like a new player each series stepped up to to get the job done. And I got to trust Bob Melvin, like I said, during the whole season. I mean, you know, I trust him, his coaching staff, and uh, it's obvious what he's doing is the right – he's pulling the right punches at the right time. So let's go Padres, let's be Philly, and uh, hopefully we can move on to uh, to the big game. To the big dance, yeah. Thank you, Clay. Uh, yeah, Philly, you, go ahead, Tony. I was just how much you guys talked about the the um, the matchup of of Philly's Padres. We, we haven't, haven't really yet. talked about we it yet at yet. all. No, not very Sorry, much just, yet. But uh, I know the Phillies did win four out of seven uh, during the regular season. They took three out of four in San Diego. Padres took two out of three in Philadelphia. Uh, probably Zach Wheeler going to pitch in game one. I don't know that that's been announced 100% official yet. He certainly yet. is doing his press conference, I think, as we speak, or yeah, getting ready he's, to he's, do it. He's that's talking like one. he's going to be pitching game one. Aaron Nola will pitch game two. 
Aaron Nola, to me, is one of the best pitchers in the National League. Uh, you know, we know him as Austin's brother, but this is a he only had an 11 and 13 record this year, but he's proving his worth right now in the playoffs. He's pitched two spectacular games in the postseason. He's pitched at 12 innings, allowed no uh, no runs. He struck out 12. Uh, so he's got a he's got a perfect ERA and two starts in the postseason. Those are their two big guns, Tony. After that, they're not as at least on paper the pitching staff isn't as scary. But uh, they do have Noah Syndergaard. Uh, they picked up from the Angels late in the season. Ranger Suarez will probably start one of these games. Their bullpen, a little bit like the Dodgers, kind of mix and match. Zach Eflin has been their closer. I don't think people remember Zach Eflin was originally a Padre, uh, was traded uh, in one of those deals that brought the Padres, uh, one of those big-time names, and I can't remember which one it was, but he was drafted by the Padres. He's, he's closing games for the Phillies, but they're a lot like the Dodgers in the sense that they'll kind of mix and match and use whoever they want to in any different situation. Uh, Rob Thompson is their manager, former big leaguer, who took over from Joe Girardi, during the course of the season. Remember, Joe Girardi got fired when the Phillies were playing poorly back in June. So, um, And that's just the pitching. Offensively, they hit a bunch of home runs, Tony. That's that's the thing that stands out to me. Yeah, no, who, Sir, Sir Anthony Dominguez is actually their closer. I, Sir I know Anthony's play, closing now? Sir Anthony's been closing for him. He's their high leverage arm. Um, they they are um, – there are a lot of similarities in this ball club. Um they de- they defend about the same. They um, they're pitching. I think the Padres having a little bit of an advantage, at least on the starting side. Yeah, especially considering there's only one off day um, in this series. So after Tuesday, or excuse me, after Wednesday's games, you're going to play five straight. Who's bullpen? Who has enough starters um, at that point um, to to feel comfortable? And the other thing that's a, a, a parallel to me is. Both Manny and Bryce were the two free agents on the market at the same time. Um, both were 26 going into, at the time, the biggest contracts in baseball and were asked to, to be leaders, and both have kind of grown into this leadership role and both have gotten their teams to this point. And so uh, I think this is going to be a really good series. I think the Padres have a slight advantage, in my opinion, um, but – when two teams are this hot, it usually makes for a really good series. Yeah, you mentioned Bryce Harper. I mean, he's on fire right now. He's had five hundo. He's in the had, last yeah, he's got three home runs. He's got three doubles and four singles. He's got ten hits in the postseason. Already twenty-two total bases and twenty-three at bats. Bryce Harper's OPS right now is better than Trent Grisham's. That's how hot he's been. The guy that's going to scare me right now, though, most for the Philadelphia Phillies, Kyle Schwarber. He hit 46 home runs to lead the National League this year, but so far in the postseason, he's just one for 20. Those are the guys that always scare me the most, Tony, the guys that have been in a slump, and you got to watch out for Schwarber. He's, um, he's, if you make a mistake, he's going to hit it into the second deck. So uh, you got to make good pitches on these guys. Nick Castellanos has had a good postseason after a down regular season. Philly's got plenty of star power. Reese Hoskins uh, can take a ball out of the ballpark. He hit 30 during the yeah, regular year. They this got lineup's, a pretty good club. Yeah, this lineup's no joke. Like yeah. there, there was a reason why it was easier for them to sustain when Bryce Harper got here here in late June, and his season was in jeopardy. There was a reason why it was easier to. I mean, that's when they played their best baseball. If you go back and look at the numbers, that stretch when Bryce was out, 
to before he came back is the best string of baseball. And when you have uh, bats in there like Castellanos, like Schwarber, like Haskins, I mean, like Rio Muto, who we didn't mention, who's the best catcher in all of baseball, by the way, um, they they have um, they have pieces that can sustain something like that. And that's a big reason why they're here because th- at that time they were like – well, they were outside the wild card looking in in late June. Yeah. They got hot and stayed hot, and here we are. You know what's interesting, too, Tony, is remember at the end of the regular season, uh, the Padres and the Phillies were jockeying back and forth for the five and six spot. Do you remember how many times I said I'd rather finish in the number six spot because I wanted to avoid the Dodgers? Well, it's a good thing the Padres finished in the number five spot because that's why they have the home field advantage for this exactly. series. Exactly. So. <laughs> You We'd never, never got a chance. You yeah. always play to win. You never can tell. By the way, Ben Higgins uh, texted me uh, on that. Uh, yes, Eflin did go in a three-way trade. The uh, Dodgers got Jimmy Rollins. The Padres got Matt Kemp way back when. So that's when Zach Eflin was dealt away from the Padres many years ago, and now he'll be pitching uh, late in the ballgame for the Philadelphia Phillies. All right, uh, Manny Machado, his pregame, pre-series press conference. We'll hear from the Padres leader when we come back. More of your phone calls on the way as well as Gwen and Chris checks traffic and then keeps rolling on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. On the clock, Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scraby. Phillies currently getting their workout on here at Petco Park. Heard from Manny Machado earlier during his presser. If you missed it, here it is. Hey, Manny. All season long, I think you guys talked about how you felt like there was more that you guys could be doing as a team. And after what you've done with the Mets and now the Dodgers, do you feel like you're reaching what you guys are capable of over the season? Yeah, playing good baseball. Um, you know, been working all year, um, you know, to get better and try to strive for something. And, um, you know, we, we've had a glimpse of it all year. And, you know, definitely, uh, you know, getting getting it all clicking at the same time, um, you know, has, has helped for sure. And, 
think, uh, you know, whenever it's postseason baseball, you just, everyone has one goal, it's to win. Um, you know, whenever you have that and everything clicking at the same time, it's dangerous. So, um, you know, we, we have a lot of guys that are, um, you know, taking over and, and helping helping us get to where we want to get to. And, you know, whenever all 26 guys are contributing to a team, uh, you know, that makes it dangerous. It seemed like you guys were the underdogs going into the Mets series and the Dodgers series. Uh, and how much of that was a motivating factor for you guys? And now that you have the home field advantage and going against another wild card entrant, do you have to change the mindset of it? Yeah, I mean, definitely home field is, is, is always huge. So, um, you know, playing in front of the crowd, especially after we saw what, what happened this weekend, um, you know, how the crowd and the city was behind us. Um, you know, it's definitely going to be huge for us going into game one and game two. So, uh, you know, that's always that's always a bonus. And, you know, ultimately it's just going out there and playing our baseball. I think, uh, you know, um, you know, we could play our best baseball, our Padre baseball, the way we've been playing, um, and not really worry about anything else. Is, is go out there and just just compete. Um, you know, I think that's the mindset going into this, this series. We're playing good, good, against a good team, um, so just about going out there and just staying focused and, and and staying in the game and taking it day by day. Over here on the left, Bryce. Manny, the the Dodgers have been such an enormous obstacle uh, to this organization for a while. Now that you guys have put them in the rearview mirror in the postseason, is it difficult in any way to kind of hit the reset bo- button and focus on the Phillies and not kind of have a Dodger hangover or whatever you would call uh, it? I think, uh, you know, as a group, I think we all enjoyed enjoyed that night. Um, you know, obviously, uh, you know, beating one of the best teams in baseball, um, you know, you soak it all in, you enjoy it. Um, you know, and then once that day was, once Saturday was over, uh, you know, focus was on, on, on to the next. Um, you know, we, we, we got to, you know, stay focused on, on what the real goal is and is, is to bring a uh, championship to the city. And, um, you know, I don't think, uh, you know, any of us are, are losing that, that focus. I think we're going to go out there and compete and we're going to keep, keep, keep doing what we got to do every single inning. I think, uh, you know, as a group, we take it. Inning by inning, I'll buy out, and um, you know whatever happens after 27 outs happens. But um, you know we got we got to focus on that one out, one one inning at a time. I know you guys don't probably care about what's being discussed nationally on topics like this, but there's discussion that the last round not being seven games was potentially unfair to some of the hundred win teams. Um, what what are your thoughts on some of that discussion? Uh, I don't get into politics, so. I stay away from that. I have no idea what they're talking about, if that's even being spoken about. I think, uh, you know, we've been playing baseball for what, over 100 years. It's been the same system going on. Obviously, we added it a little bit this year with the wild card going, making it three. Um, you know, but it's always been five, seven, seven. So, I mean, I don't get into politics. So that's all I know. Down here, Juan, in front row. Manny, after seeing kind of what it meant to the city when you guys went on Saturday and seeing how much it got behind you, those two games in the DS, was that kind of what you envisioned when you signed here in 2019? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we, we San Diego's always drawn great crowds. I mean, it's been one of the top ballparks, you know, for years, um, you know, attendance-wise, one of the most exciting ballparks to visit, um, you know, so... Yeah, I mean, you know, the only thing I was missing was just winning some ball games and, and taking a team to a postseason and, you know, getting deep into October. So, um, you know, here we are. I think uh, the city got a little taste of it a couple of years ago. Obviously, they weren't weren't able to come and watch it live, um, you know, but they did this past weekend and 
um, you know, it showed. I mean, they brought the energy every single night, and we fed off of that, um, you know, especially especially late into that game four game. So, uh, you know, we're, we're going to need them to continue doing that, and, uh, you know, we're just going to enjoy it. I think the city's enjoyed it. The city's enjoyed this whole weekend, and, uh, you know, now it's on to, to the next one, which is, you know, trying to, trying to bring a championship back to, to the West in San Diego and, and trying to bring a World Series title to, to the city. Okay, we're going to go here, AJ. Then you're going up against the guy. You're going against a guy you know pretty well, and Bryce Harper. Um, you both signed in 2019, and kind of a this, the same kind of process. What do you remember about kind of following along with maybe what he, he and you were going through some similar things? And is it cool to kind of see both those projects and those signings come to fruition in this series? Yeah, I mean we've been linked since uh, since we got drafted, you know, even even before. So uh, you know we've gone way back, and um, you know obviously you know then I. Got signed with Baltimore, and he was with DC, so we're right right up the road. We played against each other for a long time, and you know, then leading up to free agency, you know, we're the we're the two uh, top free agents, and you know, he went to a city that wanted to bring a championship back, and you know, I went to a city that that's never won a championship. So here we are, a couple of years later. We you know we uh, you know we've 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 done that to the organizations, and we've helped the organizations out big time. So um, you know, it's going to be fun. Um, you know, he brings that energy. He's one of the best players in the game, and. Um, you know, I think honestly, we got the two best teams going up against each other, and you know, it's gonna, you know, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a fun week for sure. Okay, we're gonna go far right, Tom. If you could look back to that free agency, what what factored into your decision, and has it worked out how you thought it would back then? And what may have been different that you couldn't have known? Uh, where are we at? NLCS? I think it worked out pretty good, right? So far? Um, you know, I mean, this has been the vision all along. I think, uh, you know, going back to the meeting when when I sat down with, with AJ and, you know, he convinced me to come over here, um, you know, I saw the vision. I saw what he had and, um, you know, what this organization meant. Obviously, the city was one of the best cities in the, in, in the country and, um, you know, one of the most beautiful ballparks all, all across the, the nation and, uh you know, it was a matter of coming out here and, and trying to do something special. And, and here we are today. Um, you know, we fell short last time. Now we're here, and you know, now it's a matter of just going out there and competing and, and, and leaving it all, leaving it all out, out there. So, um, you know, the city's just by seeing the city and how the city reacted over, especially in 2020. Um, you know, I think that was the biggest one when, when we made the postseason, and you know, we they weren't able to be here and. You know, we were driving home. We're seeing everyone out in the streets, and they're going crazy. So that was that was that was seeing that was was huge, and they weren't even able to be a part of it. And now here they are. You know, you saw how the weekend was. I mean, this is it's it was it was unbelievable. I mean, the, what the what they what they done and what they bring to the city, and we feed off of that as as a team. So, um, you know, this is this it's been awesome. That's all. I mean, that, that's you can't really say say much more than that. Okay, we're gonna take two more in English and a couple in Spanish. We're gonna go over here to Tyler on the left. Manny, after that 2020 season, they went out and got you, Darvish, and Blake Snell and Joe Musgrove. Three trades. What what were you expecting? Were you expecting any of that? And what was that like to add three like you know pretty prominent high level starters in trades in in one off season? Yeah, I mean you, we fell short. Obviously, um, you know, and I think that was one of one of the reasons why we didn't have no pitching that that year. Um, you know, obviously we got a couple guys that got hurt. Um, 
So, I mean, that, that was the biggest need for the, for the ball club. And I think, uh, you know, AJ's, you know, he's never been shy on going out there and trying to improve the team in whatever way we can. We had a young group of guys who, you know, contributed that year and, and, and were a big part of what we did offensively. And, you know, our biggest need was, was, was pitching. And he went out there and, and did that and reinforced our team. Obviously, we fell short the next year. And, um, you know, we, but we bounced back this year and we came up and we, we all played together as a group. And, you know, we made the best, best of it. So, um, you know, AJ's never been, been one to shy away from, from making his ball club better. And, um, you know, he did that as well this year, again, with, with bringing in Hader and, and, and Josh and Jury and, and Soto. So, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's a matter of winning. I mean, I think, I think that's the ultimate goal is, is, is bringing it, like I said again, it's bringing a championship to, to the city. And, um, you know, whatever you have to do to do that and, and put that ball club out there, um, you know, AJ's going to go out there and do it. And, 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 you know, that's also factors in, you know, Peter, Peter, Peter buying into it. You know, I think Peter, Peter hasn't shied away on, on wanting to bring this to the city. And, and I don't think anyone wants it more than, than, than him and, and his family. So, um, you know, we're just one step closer. Okay. Far left here, Scott. Manny, I wonder what you remember about your, the day that you spent in Philadelphia during your free agency period and, if at any point during that time, those months, if you ever thought you might be a Philly, yeah, I mean, obviously, free agency and free agency, you always, uh, you know, your your options are always open. I think that's that's the beauty of, of being a free agent is you get to explore, you get to see everything, and um, you know, you got you kind of get to see the board. So um, yeah, def- definitely, they they you know definitely treated me well there when I went there, and um, you know, it was a great time, and um, you know, it was, it was definitely an interesting uh, off season for sure for for all of us. Um, you know, I think. Uh, you know, I think that's that's one thing that, you know, signing in February 21st and then Ben Harper, you know, a couple of weeks after that, I think uh, top two free agents shouldn't be signing that late. I'll tell you that. Um, you know, I don't think that's that's right for organization. I don't think that's right for baseball, um, you know, but it is what it is. So, um, you know, looking forward to, uh, you know, going out there and playing this week for sure. Manny Machado at his presser seems ready to roll. All right, let's step away, take a break when we come back. We will hit, kick, We will take calls from you guys. Give us a call, 833-288-0973. That is correct. Right? Yes, you got it right. <laughs> All right, perfect. More Gwen and Chris on the way. I got Josh Hader with us. He's closed out all the games in this postseason. Josh, just talk a little bit about that last inning. You rolled through it. You look good. You guys are in here celebrating. Just talk about that last three outs you had to get. Look, I knew we had the top of the lineup, best three hitters in the league. And, uh, you know, I knew I just had to attack these guys, give them my best. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's all I got. And then, uh, we, we had that slider, you know. That <laughs> We've started to see you use your full arsenal here in the postseason. You kind of got back on track with the fastball, but clearly you're comfortable enough to use the arsenal. You used the slider a little bit more today. Just talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you face these guys a lot, and, you know, they see everything you got, so sometimes you got to mix it up, keep them off their toes, especially off the fastball. You know, that's my number one pitch, so to be able to mix it and keep them uh, aggressive, that's what you got to do. What does this feel like right now? Amazing, man. This is the best thing ever. We got, we're not done yet, though. We're not done. Josh Hader knows there's still a couple of series to go. On with Tony Gwynn Jr. down in the clubhouse following Saturday night's elimination of the Dodgers. Welcome back to Gwynn and Chris. Chris Tony Gwynn Jr., 341 
is the time. We're going to get back to more phone calls here in this segment. Uh, still to come, the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll recap week number six of the National Football League. Uh, one quick note on this NLCS, guys. Padres with 89 wins this season. Philadelphia Phillies with 87 wins this season. First time in the history of the National League Championship Series that neither team had as many as 90 wins during the regular season. It has never happened before. And uh, that's too bad for the Dodgers and for the Braves because you guys have had your opportunity. (laughs) And it's time for the Padres and the Phillies to take center stage. All right, let's you know, get, go ahead. real quick, before we get to the phone lines, Yeah, um, we get at least until, I don't know, next regular season starts to, to wear Dodger fans out. I mean, that's just kind of how it goes when you are, when you beat somebody, regardless of what history has said. Yeah. Uh, for the present time, you know, what do they say? What have you done for me lately? So, Uh-oh. you know, they haven't Uh-oh. done, they haven't, you know, for, so I'm just saying, you know, so when Padre fans are giving Dodger fans the business, I don't, I don't want to hear you retort back to two years prior, three years prior. We're only talking about the present right now. And the present is, at this point, you've been knocked off. It is uh, the Padres' turn to shine. That is no, no doubt about that, Tony. And as I said earlier in the show, take that for data. That's it. Mm. You you get mm. to the NLCS, but it's uh, it's twice as uh, twice as wonderful to get there by knocking off the Dodgers along the way. Dexter, I know you agree with that. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours. The energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. You don't agree with the too many things I say, but I bet you agree with that. <laughs> you know, um, I went to school in L.A., like college, and they used to give us the they, – they used to call us Mexico. But San Diego was part of Baja, California. Yeah. So any opportunity we have to just give L.A. a dead punch in the face like that is awesome. Um, I want to bring up three points and then, you know, kind of let it go from there. The first point. The Dodgers' reign ended in the rain. (laughs) Am I right? Am I right? Pretty good. You are. You're not wrong. Okay. Okay. Number number two. Okay. Um, I'm a little bit tired of the whole Chrome Zone thing because it doesn't sound powerful. It doesn't sound like what he does. To me, I think, and because San Diego is the home of the biggest Comic-Con pop cultural event in the world, He should be called Cronin the Barbarian. (laughs) Every pitch he sees, he he slays. I'm not. not You're going to have to take this up with Don Orsillo himself. 
Uh, oh, yeah, he's I'll the one, do it. I'll do he, he's it. the one that's been given the credit for coming up with Chromezone, although I know some oh, folks no, that would dis- disagree with who came up with it or not. It's either here or there. You're going to have to take right. this up with Don. Oh, that's not a problem. But the third one, I think, is one that I'm really surprised nobody else has jumped up on, and that's we have our own K-pop star, and his name is Hassan Kim, because when he's playing shortstop, his defense is smooth like butter. And when he's at the plate, he's dynamite. And yes, those are the titles of two BTS songs. I was just I was, about I, to I ask. didn't know where that was going at all. <laughs> I'm glad you clarified that ask. for me, Dexter. Thank you. I'll tell you one thing. Thanks, Hassan guys. Kim had, Thanks, a, had a huge at bat in that seventh inning the other night, Tony. I Let's go back to that for a second because I know you and I, we love to talk baseball strategy. And the Padres were down 3-1 to one when Hassan Kim came to bat on Saturday night. Runners at first and second. And... I, I thought the bunt was in order there, um, you know, to try and move those runners to second and third. But the Dodgers really took the bunt away. I know he showed bunt on the first pitch, if I'm not mistaken, but Freddie Freeman was charging so fast from first base that I don't know that he could have got that bunt down. And it was almost as if the Dodgers forced him to swing away. But just the threat of the bunt might have been enough to have Max Muncy in a step and allow that ground ball to get past him. Not, not it, it. There's, there's no doubt that that's why they were in both. Uh, third, Muncy. It was it Muncy at third at the time. Yeah. Muncy yeah. and Freeman. After the first showed bunt, um, they were all in, and the 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 ground ball, the chopper, only gets by because he is a step or two further in. If he's a step back, he gets to that baseball, but because he's not, that ball's hit too hard at that at that distance. For him to get a glove on it, it was huge. And that's listen. Sometimes, and listen, Bo Mel has been on the record saying he hasn't not he's not the biggest fan of the sack bunt. But you notice this team has done it. And the thing that stands out to me is that he is allowing his guys to to dick to play the game. And you know, so a lot of the sack bunts we've seen during the course of the season have come via the players and, and their mindset and how they want to do things. Um, in this in this case. He's probably not putting it on, but the mere show for Bunt brings those guys in, and that opens up the field. And boom, double, another double right behind it. And, you know, everything was our single right behind it, and everything's off to the races from there, man. It was was a key play for sure. Yeah, it was. And uh, I'll tell you another thing that really surprised me in that seventh inning. It It didn't have an impact because Manny ended up striking out. But when the Padres tied the game 3 3, They had runners at first and third with nobody out. The Dodgers were playing the infield deep on the first two pitches to Manny Machado. All he had to do is hit a ground ball anywhere, and the Padres would have taken a 4-3 lead. That surprised me. It didn't end up mattering because, like I said, Manny struck out, and uh, Drury popped up, and then Soto stole second to set up Cronenworth's big hit. But I I, I didn't agree with Dave Roberts right there. I was surprised that he was going to be willing to give up the lead even on a simple ground ball in the bottom of the seventh inning. Well, the threat was giving up more than one. Yeah, and so that's why you play for the double play there. It turns out he was on to something because they what he didn't want was a crooked number to be put up there. I think he would have been okay with one run, but the crooked number in five was not what he bargained for. And Listen, yeah, I mean, you could argue bringing the infield in, 
Manny also hits the ball hard enough to where you may not necessarily have to be in. That's um, a good point that you, I didn't think you, of. You, he could <laughs> hit a ball to third base at him at regular distance and still have enough time to throw hard or throw home. So, I mean, listen, ultimately, like you said, it didn't end up mattering because Manny struck out and then Brandon Drury popped up and then with two outs, Mr. Crone. What was Crone the Barbarian? the Barbarian. Crone in the Barbarian. Singled up the middle on. I thought was was just a, a great piece of hitting. I, I I enjoy that type of hitting as much as I do. And it was a it was a slider running away from him. He could have tried to muscle up. Instead, he just got on plane, stayed on plane, and just shot a line drive up the middle. Some of it's work, I think, all season right yeah. there. Somebody related to you used to do that pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, my man, uh, my man. I saw a few of those over the years. Yeah, Senior could uh, he could carve out a, a, a hit <laughs> or two here and there. He did that from time to time, no doubt. Let's go to Barry out there on uh, Gwen and Chris. Hi, Barry. Thanks for being with us today. Three. It's Jacob. Oh, I'm sorry, Jacob. I got your last name, not your first name. Hi, Jacob. Thanks. Hello? Hello? Hello, Hello? Jacob. Are you there, Jacob? Hear me. Yeah, we can. Yeah, hear we got you. you can hear right. us. We're gonna come back to you. All right. Oh, Scraby says no. moved on. I mean, Scraby's <laughs> tough, man. I tell you what, we were flowing. We were, we're flowing. in the best mood we're of our lives. You. We're all in the best mood of our lives, and Scraby's being a hard. <laughs> you what know were you gonna what? Say? Hard <laughs> character. Chris and Scripps Ranch. All right, Chris and Scripps Ranch. You get the What's call. What's up, Chris? I'm here. I'm on. I'm here. I'm, I'm right here. You All better right. start talking, Chris, or Scraby's going <laughs> to... All right, that's it for Chris. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Hey, hey, hey Tony, on, on those lines of uh, giving it to the Dodger fans, I was curious, as fun-loving as uh, your boy Jerry Harrison Jr. is, have you, have you texted him? Oh, good question. Good question. You know what? Jerry, in Jerry fashion, honestly, reached out to me before I could even get off a text. To congratulate oh, us, you uh, for you. He, he, he took all the, the all the fire away from it when he disarmed me with the text. So yeah. uh, I didn't get a chance to really give him the business. You know what, Jerry? To be fair, has always been one. At least when as the Padres started putting this together, recognizing that they were coming, and I think he might have thought it would was going to happen last year, but I don't think he's surprised at all by uh, what has taken place. Not only with our ball club, but with, with his ball club. I mean, that team, um, they had some questions coming into that series, and it seemed like those things ended up rearing its ugly head. Yeah. Yeah, and um, real quick, you guys, uh, the television came through really great, and I wanted to give props to the DJ, the, the Padres DJ, because they captured what everybody in the stands were feeling when they started playing jump around and then when white stripes came on with seven nation army that was awesome and it uh it, it actually went organic after that i think they played the song and then the, the fans just picked it up after that on their own and it was that's awesome what, it was so awesome that's a, to see that that's a great call chris is it's it's not an it's not an easy thing to feel as a dj what exactly the right song is to play at the right time but man they nailed it I, mean, I, jump I probably around. would have put a little Barry Manilow in right there. and Yeah, uh, and that would have lost everybody, though. No, I don't think it would have, Tony. The <laughs> excitement was so big, I think people would have started singing 
you know, uh, I write the songs. All I so all I know is jump around couldn't have no, been was good. better timed because I'm yeah. talking about the whole stadium in sequ- in in the same un- in unison was was jumping up and down at the same time. I, I literally awesome. on Friday night felt the section shaking and it. I knew it was going to hold up, but it was like I've never felt this at Petco Park. I'm a little nervous about this. Conspiracy theory, Scraby started conspiracy. Well, hey, hey, I'm not the one who put the robotic goose in the middle of center field. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, can we talk about this for a sec, please? Yes, Tony's being. Can we please talk about this? I had uh, I had a friend of mine send me this this text. It was accompanied with a. um, It was accompanied with a Facebook post. Now, I'm trying to scroll through my phone so I can find this and read this to you guys. But basically, I have been lumped in. Here it is. I have been lumped in along with uh, Manny Machado and you, Darvish, with this big conspiracy. So I'm going to read it to you guys. It came from uh, a guy named Danny Rivera. I assume (laughs) he must be a Dodger fan. Yes. And I hope hope that he's joking a little bit, but you never know. He posted it, so – it says, okay, bear with me. This was two days ago. Um, I may be on to something here. It's not Roberts or Bellinger or the bullpen at all. So this is this is definitely a Dodger fan because in Dodger circles, all of their losses have everything to do with Dave Roberts, Cody Bellinger, and the bullpen. Those are the three <laughs> things that are, are getting slaughtered right now. Uh, with all the crazy cheating schemes in the news right now, I think the Padres might be up to something really devious and we got the first big clue last night. So this was after the the, the goose game. Um, he goes, how in the hell did a duck get into Dodgers Stadium? Is this part of some crazy, nefarious cheating scheme that Machado worked up with Darvish and Tony Gwynn Jr.? And huh. all, in parentheses, all ex-Dodgers, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Was the bird even a real bird? Notice... It first landed in shallow center field where it would have a perfect view of the catcher's sign. Here's the kicker right here, though. Sure, I know the Dodgers were the ones hitting, <laughs> but it, it could have no just sense. been setting up for the next inning. You know, looking back on the gra- looking back on it, the grounds crew did a great job there sniffing out their scheme. Come on, think about it. The duck is a seafaring bird. San Diego is a seafaring town. Connect the dots, people. Think of the trash cans. The trash cans. <laughs> this is a really involved. This is post. a real post, too. It by was the way, hilarious. But so right, apparently, so, so. I have as much as I hate the goose thing. Yeah, I, I'm in on the. I'm in on the gig. Okay, so you're saying that you are in on the gig. Yeah, of course. They okay. caught you. You heard it they here first, him. everyone. They caught him. <laughs> All right, uh, goose or no goose, our goose is not cooked. We got another half hour to roll on Gwen and Chris. Stick around, more to come. Ha! <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.